Hey, what's up, guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today, I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. All right, so this is uh, Bill Brower with FMBA Nation. We are live from the 2019 annual September convention here at the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I am currently being uh, joined and honored to be joined by uh, Doug Forrester. He is the chairman and CEO of Integrity Health. Um, also being joined by Abdur Yassin, who is our State Health Benefits uh, Committee chairman. He's on the design committee for the State Health Benefits uh, for the state of New Jersey. And uh, Doug and Abdur are going to talk a little bit about the new pilot program, which is the First Responder Partnership Health Center. Uh, Doug and Abdur, thank you again for joining me. I appreciate the, the time. Give us, uh, give us a little bit of information. What, what exactly is this First Responder Partnership Health Center, and how does it affect the members of the FMBA? So, Billy, thank you for having us. Um, so we've been working a number of years to figure out the ways to keep our members as healthy as possible. One of those things is the, uh, and this is this is something that's been around for quite some time now, the uh, direct uh, patient-centered medical home model. Mm -hmm. um, a number of years ago, we started some pilots, um, but we wanted to we wanted something that was sort of special to us, special sure. to first responders and our particular needs and our and as well as for our families mm -hmm. as well. So. Over the last few years, we've been in talks with, with Mr. Forrester and his organization, Integrity Health. Um, some of the other um, things that are important to us are things like behavioral health, mm -hmm. um, ancillary services like Cairo, PT, sure. and so on, wellness. The issue with the other uh, pilots is that those things were not under the same roof. Okay. You know, folks got to travel and Again, these are things that are particular Access to Access was our, harder. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And these are things that are particular to our occupation. You know, we go, you know, from one to a thousand very quickly. Uh, we want to make sure that we always have um, a physician available to us. Um, wait times are always an issue with the traditional, um, you know, physician model. Mm -hmm. So, again, thing, you know, having a pilot that is, you know, conducive to our needs and the things that we face as first responders you know, even having folks to talk to, mm -hmm. right? Because some of these things, we can't just decompress on anyone, Sure. right? So, again, we've been working with, with Mr. Forrester now, and I'm really excited. And he'll speak to, um, you know, to this model, because again, it's strictly first, first responders and their families. So, uh, thank you very much, and Bill, I appreciate uh, yeah. you, you including me in this conversation, and, and we're, very uh, privileged, um, you know, uh, for to have the Integrity Health family uh, be um, invited uh, to focus on this issue of integrated care. 
Uh, we've had um, the opportunity to serve a lot of public employees in New Jersey with our partnership health centers. But as the, as the program emerged um, for first responder needs, we find in looking at the data that there's, there are a lot of very special kinds of um, needs that need focused attention uh, mm -hmm. by trained staff. A lot of good providers in New Jersey doing great things. Uh, sometimes they aren't linked up very well. The communication network isn't really very good for healthcare, not just in New Jersey, but, but nationally. Care is often fragmented. Uh, doctors aren't able to confer with one another. So what we are doing is bringing um, key primary pro providers together, um, which will include the mental health component. And that's something that's relatively new because, historically speaking, medical issues were thought of as different than mental health issues. Sure, yeah. But neurobiology is teaching us very clearly that human beings are whole people. Um, they aren't fragmented into you know, medical needs, mental health needs. They really are, uh, should be brought together. And that's what's happening now. Um, the state of New Jersey has taken the lead in a variety of ways which make this easier. So we're very pleased that uh, in spring we will be opening the first responders partnership health center. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure to you, your membership uh, interest it's important to highlight the fact that it's, it's voluntary. There's nothing that's changing with regard to access to benefits or coverage or limitations or things like that. Mm -hmm. This is wholly voluntary. But uh, like our other partnership health centers, we'll be offering doctor visit, lab, x-ray, pharmacy, uh, physical therapy, chiropractic, um, and as we mentioned, the behavioral health component, which we believe is terribly, terribly um, important. It's critical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to sort of uh, piggyback on that, um, yeah, the behavioral health thing it, component is, is very important. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, the things that we see, the things that we experience, you know, we want to have someone that's there and available to us. I mean, we've, we've had a, a horrific accident, uh, incident in, uh, in my town in Western Orange. Yeah. And, uh, Made national news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the coming weeks, months, years, it's going to have an effect on us. You know, it might not be something that appears right away. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's great to have your own primary care physician, but there might be a gap in terms of, you know, scheduling time or, or, or having access to other professionals, mm -hmm. professionals out there, particularly with behavioral health. Um, so again, this is, this is something that we're doing here. I think it's, it's the first in New Jersey. It sounds like it's one of the first in the country. Yeah. And this is cutting edge. This is us pushing, pushing the barriers here. Um, the other piece of it is, and I was, I was speaking to Billy about this earlier. So on the design committee, you know, we make changes as we do. We all know about that. Mm -hmm. With this particular pilot here, there's going to be an oversight board with the first responders represented. Sure. So there's no, there's no gap in terms of, you know, if we need to make some adjustments, some tweaks or whatever, we can do it fairly easily. You know, it's something that, and I've been pleased, Doug, please speak to that. Yeah, I think it's important to highlight a couple things. Uh, one is that um, the state initiative um, for the First Responders Partnership Health Center is a critical pilot program um, of the state health benefits plan. Mm -hmm. And we will be focusing on that and we're very excited to interface with the state, uh, give a lot of credit to their initiative here. 
uh, because the state, you know, I think is really uh, waking up um, to its leadership role. Uh, you know, way back in a former life, I used to be the director of pensions and healthcare for New Jersey. And <clears throat> I always marveled at the fact that the theory is to bring first responders in young and then move them out young, you know, through a pension system that um, moves in that direction. But what really we never took into account is the toll that first responder duties take on <clears throat> not just the first responders, but their families as mm -hmm. well. Um, we're understanding that now in, in the medical um, industry about just how much damage can happen. And part of the reason why on the behavioral health side, the mental health side, that has medical downstream consequences, um, we need to pay attention to this is because um, for the sake of those first responders who are retiring, you know, we owe it to them sure. um, to put them in a better position, a stronger position. The nice thing about this um, First Responders Partnership Health Center is that it's not open only to state uh, covered members. In other words, state health benefits plan is, is an important component, but it will be open to all first responders, and, and we're pleased about that. So we're expecting quite a bit of attention. Um, we're eager to uh, be of service, and again, it's voluntary, uh, but I'm confident that as time goes on, people will find uh, this will be the place to be their medical home. That's correct. Yeah. So, yes, for as far as state, as far as folks that are in the state health benefits program, um, obviously they have access to this. Mm -hmm. The copays are zero. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, but for folks that are not, they can still go to this to the center here. Sure. Um, they would just pay whatever their copays co are for mm -hmm. primary care. So in certain cases, it might be $10, it might be whatever. Mm -hmm. So again, there's really no barriers to access. Right. The purpose here is to have very easy access and one-stop shopping for all the services that I mentioned. I mean, you know, what we find is that, you know, people are, are spending, you know, 15 minutes to go to one, um, one direction to see a doctor and then driving another you know, 20 minutes to get lab work done, and then maybe picking up a prescription and in a different direction, and and maybe some, you know, physical therapy has to occur, or some some, um, you know, behavioral health therapy. By the time you add up all that running around, it you know you're you're out in more than an hour. What we're trying to do is to have same day appointment for all these services, and the value of the care coordination of all the, those services with specialists on the outside. So we will be interfacing with um, hospital systems and specialists uh, in order to give the first responders the, the, the best and their families uh, the best possible um, integrated healthcare experience. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me try and simplify things for some of the listeners, uh, some of the viewers on this. Give me a scenario on how one of our members or a first responder um, how they would actually access this? What, what's the process? Do they have to go to a general practitioner first and then get a referral? Um, do they go directly to the center? How, how, does it, how does it work for, in layman's terms, how would one of our members take, uh, take advantage of the services? Uh, because it's voluntary, they mm -hmm. would choose to come. There isn't any gateway that they've got to go through first. Okay. This is a primary care um, facility. In mm -hmm. other words, very robustly defined, mm -hmm. integrating a lot of services. But nonetheless, it's primary care, and they would, they would make an appointment and, and come in. Uh, so that's what makes it so easy. Sure. And I've had a lot of people say, gee, you know, I feel like I've really got good benefits. My union's done a good job for me in giving the benefits. <clears throat> Um, you know, developing them, but you know, their shift work. I, I sometimes don't have access. 
you know, on paper it looks great, mm -hmm. but it's access out there in the marketplace. So mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is to bridge that gap, make sure that people have easy access, which also uh, prompts me to say that we're, we are beginning in the spring with a, a site in central New Jersey uh, for uh, beta site purposes, but we expect to expand to have other areas of New Jersey included. We're not trying to leave anybody out. I, um, I, I was with some folks from uh, Bergen County the other day and <clears throat> they made it very clear that they expect me to perform up there for them as well. So mm -hmm. I expect that we'll be able to do that and we're excited. Uh, one step at a time, um, but this advisory council that um, Abdur mentioned is important, not just from the state health benefits plan piece, but we've collected the uh, leadership of the first responder unions yeah. into an advisory council uh, to hold us accountable. Sure. Um, you know, this isn't going to work if if we think we know better than um, your you know elected representatives. We want to hear um, candidly uh, on a regular basis. You know, are we doing what's needs to be done. Um, what other kinds of things can we add? So this is very much of an organic, um, active, dynamic relationship that we have with the union leadership, and we're very pleased about it. And also one of the things that I like about this uh, advisory board here is that we'd have access to data, mm -hmm. all right? Look, our population experiences things like cancers, sure. um, other conditions. Mm -hmm more than other populations. Maybe out of this, we'll see some trends happening. Mm -hmm. And we can tackle those things, Yeah. right? So again, this is something that's cutting edge, right? This is, this is something that should be done for across the board, but the FMBA is the one that's, as well as the PBA and our state police, mm -hmm. we're the ones setting the trends here. Yeah, it's the, it's the focus on health <clears throat> that I appreciate very much, um, during just what you're saying. Uh, about the union leadership um, direction. Um, you know, I've done a fair amount of speaking in various places around the country, and I, and I often ask um, the audience, well, why, why do you have a health plan? They will look at me in kind of a puzzled way, like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, we have to have a health plan, or, or well, you know, it's negotiated, so that's why we have it, or if somebody's had lunch with an actuary, they might say, well, to recruit and retain good employees. Mm -hmm. You know, those are answers, but they're not the right answer. There's one reason why an employer should offer a health benefit plan, the underlying foundational reason, and that is to make people well, to facilitate health uh, for employees and their loved ones so mm -hmm. they can be productive at work and play. That's it. And if you're not able to measure the success of your health plan on those terms, then why spend the money that way? Uh, so this focus on health outcomes, of, of how to uh, optimize a health pathway so that someone is able to enjoy not just their active life, um, and their family, but, but, but afterwards as well. Um, again, the toll that first responder duties takes on the bodies and the emotions, the, the minds of first responders is, can be terrible. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to break down these artificial barriers that keep first responders from getting the attention they need. Um, we want this stigma about counseling to be completely eliminated. Everybody needs counseling, in my opinion. One of the reasons we started down this path is because we found that nationally, about 40%, that's four zero percent of primary care physician time is spent counseling. 
that just blew my mind when, wow. I, when I realized that our medical directors were experiencing the same thing, and then I thought, that is an inefficient way of providing counseling. One is that physicians need to be dealing on the medical side, and secondly, there are people who actually are trained better um, on the mental health side, behavioral health side, and we need to get people quickly into those hands so that you know healing uh, will begin or um, some sort of attention can be given to problems before they really uh, emerge. Again, it's not just the first responders, it's the impact of their frontline duties on their families. Mm -hmm. We want everyone well. So let me, uh, let me kind of wrap this up a little bit by, um, first of all, thanking both of you, uh, taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk to us about this very uh, important piece of information that needs to be uh, delivered to uh, our members that are in attendance, that are not in attendance, but um, if somebody wanted to learn more about this in particular, what's the best uh, resource for them to, uh, to get in touch with or what's the best way for them to get the information? I'll be, I'll be pushing out information as I get it. Mm -hmm. um, our target is for the spring of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, once, that, once it's up and running, um, my suggestion is to go down and check it out. Okay. Um, is there going to be a website or any kind of uh, online information they can go and visit to? Yes, yes. Currently, Integrity Health has uh, a website. Okay. Um, I'll get that information mm -hmm. out, you know, as far as the, uh, the URL. Right. Um, but again, I've, I've been working with Doug now for a number of years. I went down to his, his facility in uh, Long Branch, mm -hmm. and again, it's tapered to that the school board population there. So again, I'm ex very excited. Mm -hmm. Very excited about this. Yeah, no, so, it's it's definitely exciting. <laughs> exciting for uh, for I think everybody involved, and uh, I really think it's going to have some positive effects on uh, on the first responders here in New Jersey. So, Doug, I appreciate your time. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate so your time and no attention. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much.